Welcome to FPL 21-22 podcast episode three, um, where we are going to recap week five of the Premier League season and our Premier League fantasy season, which has thrown up this week, uh, a much more quiet week, um, given the end of the transfer window. Um, but there has been a big trade, uh, a few waivers here and there, and some big results. Uh, we're joined today by OJ, of course, and myself, and our second guest, which is Adam. Hello, thank you for having me. Um, it's our pleasure, considering the big trade you've made this week, which has really taken the headlines and really thrown a lot of uh, a spanner in the works, I guess, of who's going to come last this season. Um, <laughs> One way to put it. Um, I would, I would argue it's probably the opposite of uh, doesn't change who's coming last. Having Ronaldo, not having Ronaldo probably wouldn't wouldn't single-handedly make you last or not last. Ronaldo. started pretty well, to be fair. Oh, yeah, I suppose. Um, so should we start with that? Go straight into it? Yes, sir. All right, so let's talk about it. Um, the trade was, it was involving Adam and Jordan. So Adam gave up Pickford, Rudiger, Vestergaard, Gundogan, and Ronaldo, and in return, he got Mendy, Shaw, Walker, Basuma, and Harry Kane. I would just like to point out that he's Edward Mendy, not um, rapist Benjamin Mendy. Um, we seem to need to refer to Ben Mendy every single episode. He is one of our idols, or OJ's at least. And the Vibs, don't forget the Vibs idols. That's where he learns his art of the trade from. I guess so. Um, so, Adam trade what what was your your thinking in trading away Ronaldo? so this this is a deal i'm gonna be honest this was done over multiple days i mean if we scroll through my whatsapp history with jdog this had gone over for nearly two weeks in fact basically before i even had ronaldo this deal was in the works and it was starting off as just like a two three player deal but i wanted more and this is what it eventuated to. I mean, Pickford for Mendy, in my opinion, is a very good deal. Rudiger for sure, Vestigar for Walker. Another big win. Of course, I have to lose something. So Gundogan, Bazuma is not ideal, but we had to take it. And then Ronaldo for Kane. I mean, so far it's not proven well, but still not bad, in my opinion. Well, the one week you've had, Kane, he did play against one of, if not the best defensive team in the league. And he was playing off the left, um, which he's not used to. Uh, his best chance actually came through, or Tottenham's best chance of the game probably came through Harry Kane playing in the middle and a bit deeper, um, which hopefully for his sake and Spurs' sake, he uh, continues to do. And uh, I reckon he'll, he'll start to return and have probably not as good as the season as last year. That was a crazy season, but, um, but still a very good season. Hopefully he isn't influenced by all the saga that just happened and doesn't force the remove in the January window, which he very well could, especially if Tottenham are in the pits. Like they seem to be heading towards after two, three nil defeats in a row. Um, but you never know. He's just a proven world class player and could very well still bag twenty five goals this season. So definitely one to look out for. And with the other players, uh, Shaw and Walker, Shaw, uh, I don't think he 
got any sort of goal contribution this week, but he's one of the best fullbacks in the league and can definitely do damage, especially crossing it into Cristiano Ronaldo, who Adam does not have anymore. Um, but for Walker's sake, um, Adam got lucky this week uh, with VAR. Walker was given a red card and gave away a penalty. However, that was overturned. Um, yeah. Yeah, so Walker ended up with a clean sheet because he didn't have the chance to score from the penalty. Um, so big, big swing, positive eight swing in terms of points, going from negative two instead to positive six. Oh, it would have been, no, never mind. It would have been zero points, negative two for the red, two for playing. So a positive swing of, of six points, but even so, that that seemed to get you over the line in the match. Yeah. It was um, a big game this week. It was. Top of the table when I played. Yeah, so it came out. First points on the board against number one on the table. It's absolutely huge. That is huge. Yeah, he's no longer undefeated. So I guess we'll talk about that now. Um, so the game in, of, uh, that we're mentioning is uh, Adam played Adam, who w- was without a win in first four, uh, played Ollie, who was without a loss in his first four. And Adam pulled through um, right at the end, uh, won- winning 33 to 36. Due to, I, yeah, a 90th minute team, Averno assist, got you the win. Yeah. Yeah. The assist, you got in the 90th minute. So, yeah, it would have been a draw, which would have been really interesting. Looking at the teams, Ollie did get very unlucky. Um, Calvin Lewin and Trent Alexander Arnold both didn't play. He's two of the most important players, I would say. Firmino also didn't play. Um, so, that did leave him to be carried by Leon Bailey, who came off the bench to score his first goal for Aston Villa. Um, and Emmanuel Dennis, who has gone up, been under the radar, but has scored second goal for the, of the season, but has got 22 points on the board for a pretty late pick, which is quite impressive. Yeah, his only other returnee was uh, Matt Target, who got a clean sheet against um, Everton. Played the exact, exactly 60 minutes, so Ollie almost lost out on some more points. Jeez. And Adam, on the other hand, um, had... Adam received... Uh, his points from Martin Erdegaard, um, 11 points. That's the goal and the clean sheet. Bonus as well. Um, Erdegaard saving Arsenal with a beautiful free kick to seal their second win of the season against Burnley. Um, so all of a sudden, not so much of a relegation battle. Um, we'll leave that one for Leeds. But Arsenal, Arsenal are slowly climbing. Um they are really trusted. Two one to win to get to relegation candidates. You know that's the uh, the sort of level they're at now, apparently. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, Adam also got a bit unlucky with uh, both Edward Mendy and Robertson not playing at all. Um, so that could have yeah. gone badly, but that Timo Werner assist right at the end, like we said, came through to get him those points. Yep. Um, obviously, Kyle Walker. And yeah, that's about it. Fabianski got eight saves, which got him an additional two points. Um, it was a good week by Adam. Still only receiving thirty-six points, but no, it, win, win. it's enough to win. Um, oh no, he's not. Jeez, I've just realized. Seen. No, he has the least yeah. amount of points up in seventh. Um, and if we're looking ahead, I myself play Liam this week, which is quite good. Um. Adam faces Aiden in a Aiden's not second last. Aiden actually won second game. Um, that's a bottom half clash. OJU play 
Jared, game. Um, United this week, who they play? United play Aston Villa, which is not an easy game, but most certainly not a hard game. But JT does have Emmy Martinez in goals and Bruno and Paul Pogba in his midfield. Yeah, well, a bit contradicting. I guess he would probably rather that Fernandez and or Pogba return than Emmy because just you know the amount of points that would that would come from that. And he's also got Mares, who's arguably you know it's probably his third highest uh, likely to get points from plays Chelsea. So who knows? And not then Van Dijk, his you know next best player plays Brentford. So yeah. I, I can't say I'm too scared, but um, well, the same with Liam. Not complacent either. Looking at Liam's team, he's got Phil Foden who returned this week, but only got 18 minutes on the board. Very well could play against Chelsea, but that seems unlikely. Um, he has Josh King who got him 10 points this week with two assists against Norwich. James Sancho yet to return in almost 200 minutes played, um, which is quite poor for a 70 million signing. I can tell you for sure, Jack Relish has not been that bad. Um, as well as Livermento getting the clean sheet and Shane Duffy and Raya. So he's getting a few points. This was maybe his best week, 34 points, which isn't very promising, but it's a start, I guess. Well, yeah, he averages 30.8 points, which uh, is, is bad. Yeah, it's pretty um, poor. Comparison to, I mean, Jamie's probably a bit of an outlier with his 274. It was now, first, by the way, Jamie averages 54, 55 points. Liam averages 31 for rounding. Um, yeah, speaking of Liam, by the way, first draw for the season, he drew with Diesel, 34 all. Um, which moves Diesel Diesel until 12th. Moved him there. I think he was there last week, actually. Uh, no, he's 13th. He's moved up into 12th because of Viv lost. Um, yeah, I mean, there was. Control last this week. If Adam gets any sort of points. Aviv, Aviv's team does not look like uh, does not look good at all at the moment. A lot of Charleston's out, uh, Coleman's out, Harrison's out, so it's on the ropes, to say the least. Hmm. Um, yeah, I guess uh, yeah, that that's all really to talk about this week. So let's talk about you, Adam. Let's talk about um, start with the draft. Yeah, start with the start. Um, start with um, the draft. It was not draft. good. You reckon? Right. You had a look. No, it was I. I feel like my pickings, my my original team was possibly better than what I um had a couple weeks ago. I stupidly gave away Havertz to Werner, which was I don't know why I did that. <laughs> so you took Havertz as your first round pick. You got yeah in the draft. You actually had a good start. Your first two picks, Havertz and Robson. Um, Robertson unfortunately got injured uh, a few days or weeks later, but he's back and he's doing well. Your next three picks were questionable, um, taking Gundogan third round, Wan-Bissaka ahead of Diaz and Digne, and then Jorginho ahead of the likes of Ismail Assar. Even Yuri Tielemans has returned a few times. Who? Yuri Tielemans, who went one last. Tielemans. Right. Um, but yeah, a lot of ways. Same round, Saab, Bowen, and Harrison all went. He took Jorginho ahead of Saab Ben Rama, who started the season very, very well. 
and Alante Maximan. So, looking at the wrong way. Yeah, that's my bad. Yes. Yeah, my bad. Ignore what I said. Yeah. So, Adam, what was your your any strategy coming into the draft? I'm going to be honest. I did nothing for the draft. There was okay. no strategy. It was just pick people who I saw. And uh, yeah, I feel like my pickings was down to a lack of an or a lack of experience, I should say. Um, and yeah. I mean, you can see everyone's got forwards first, second round. I had my first forward in round, what is that, round seven. So, no, round six, sorry. So, coming into it, I was already at disadvantage with in terms of getting myself loads of points and then kind of compounded as it went. I mean, you can see the people I signed versus the people who other people were drafting in. Yeah. And yeah. First week he made a trade, didn't make a waiver. He did make a trade in the first week. He traded uh, with Ollie. Well, obviously the big one was in Ronaldo in the waiver. Yeah, that's, um, that seems to be the turnaround maybe of your season. Yeah, I were hoping yeah. it is. Because right now it's not. It's not. It's not great being at the bottom, of course. Well, I mean, there's only one way to be honest. Yeah, exactly. There's only one way when you're at the bottom. Um, we actually made a trade last week, which we've been through before. The uh, Tanganga and Ferro for Gomez and Ailing. Uh, that one hasn't really benefited you too well with Tanganga getting sent off. Um, but if you get his starting place back, it could turn out quite well for you. He looks like he could be slotting in a more central role now, ahead of the likes of potentially Dyer or Sanchez. So it's looking. Not too terrible. However, yeah. Joe Gomez, I feel, was a big getting rid of him. He was dead weight. Yeah, so I wavered him out immediately because he's just not getting anywhere near that Liverpool team, as so it seems. Um, in terms of your other trades, if we just have a look, I don't know how many others there are, to be honest. Um, yeah, obviously the um, Gomez, Madison, Werner for one Bissaka, Havertz, Joelington trade. Um, you didn't win that. You yeah, that was a silly that. trade. Quite miserable. <laughs> you lost the defensive trade. You lost the midfield trade. Um, and you, I wouldn't even say you won the forward trade, but it's it's close. Um, you did pick up Joelington. Oh no, you didn't. You got rid of total points. He actually, uh, he's actually lost the trade. Joelington is ten. This season and uh, Werner has eight. Yep. I argue Adam completely lost that trade, which is mm -hmm. unlucky, but that's all right. You are. Uh, now you live in your Oh, yeah, James Madison. Uh, still yet to kick on for Leicester. Um, it's not all. It's not all terrible. There's definitely something to salvage there, uh, especially with the very, very, very solid defence of Luke Shaw, Kyle Walker, and Andy Robertson. Hopefully, Furpo finds his feet. You also got Erdogan as a waiver. Um, so looking at it now, it really isn't too terrible. Bervine started well. Um, so yeah, I would say you can definitely climb up to at least mid-table, if not higher, if Kane kicks on. Um, the Timo Werner resurgence would almost put you back into the title race, I would say. I find that hard. A bit of a way behind, though, as it stands. Three games behind first. Four games, even. Oh, sorry. 
Um, mm. But not, you know, it's early, early days, only five games in. Mm. Um, I guess it also depends what happens, you know, if you make any other moves um, and who else makes moves. But that's that happens every week. Things constantly changing. It's the beauty of the fantasy league. Mm. Well, we're about to move into week six of the Premier League, which is throwing up a few nice fixtures. We have the Champions League final replay, Chelsea versus Manchester City at Stamford Bridge, which is a big game for quite a few of us um, as we hold a few Chelsea and City players. I have Jack Grealish and the amazing Ben Chilwell. Um, OJ has uh, Raheem Sterling and Kevin De Bruyne and Adam has Timo Werner and and not Harry Kane. He does not play for Manchester City, I wish. Um, And Kyle Walker. Um, he wishes he could. He does too, yes, not only me. <laughs> mm. um, Man United, Aston Villa is another good game. Man United almost slipped up against West Ham this week with um, De Gea saving the day. Well, you, you could also say Lingard saved the day as well. Um, Mark Noble coming off the bench and missing the decisive penalty. Um, Aston Villa had an amazing 3-0 win against Everton with Leon Bailey coming off the bench to get a goal and an assist. Um we have West Ham away to Leeds, which could see Leeds hopefully picking up their first win of the season. Um, however, it looks very unlikely considering it's Leeds. Um, I, we also see Tottenham play Arsenal in this season's first North London derby, which sees a Tottenham team on poor form come up against an Arsenal team who are looking to join Tottenham on nine points which would really rub salt into the wounds of the Tottenham supporters calling for Arsenal to be relegated um, as they sat bottom of the table only two weeks ago. Um, I mean, what are you guys' thoughts on those fixtures? Any surprises you see coming up? Um, I mean, like you said, Villa just bouncing off a 3 win and United bouncing off a, a slippery game. That could go, you know, maybe United dropping a couple points, wouldn't complain. Elsewhere, don't see any slip-ups. Any, uh, I mean, you can argue maybe Arsenal beating Spurs is, could be a surprise. Um, we have Brentford at home to Liverpool. Um, I, I think it's unlikely that there's any yeah. this week. Um, if you have a Brentford defender, don't play them. I don't know who you are. No, no. no, no. Upsets I could see. I could, I could genuinely see Burnley um, getting some points off Leicester. Leicester have looked a bit shaky. They played well against City, but otherwise they've looked quite poor. Um, and I could see Watford, Watford doing a job on Newcastle. Watford, uh, Newcastle have started poorly. Watford have actually got two wins on the board already. Wolves Southampton is a big game. Southampton coming off a very good result against City. Wolves still yet to win a game. Oh no, they have won a game, my bad. Wolves have won one game. Um, however, they are. Uh, failing to score goals. Raul Jimenez yet to score. Adam Atrora yet to score. And Trincao yet to score. Um, and the last game of the week is Brighton Crystal Palace, where Brighton, who sit fourth in the table, um, look to make it five wins from six games, which would be an incredible start. It's already an incredible start, but they are pushing for a European place at the moment. Crystal Palace. Um, they started well against Liverpool and then dropped off, but new signing Edward, Wilfred Zaha, they could do damage as well, so that's another game to look out for. Um, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, Adam, you got any any big calls or hot takes? Uh, we asked you last week. We'll ask you this week. Um, regarding cool. either fantasy or or uh, the Premier League or both. I reckon if Adam Atreori could actually finish, he'd be one of the best players in the world right now. Do you guys agree? He's got all the attributes. All the attributes. Um, very good dribbler. Very strong. Very, 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 very quick. Um, he seems to get behind every single match. Always seems to have a chance. Um, it's just like another end product. He lacks composure in front of goals. Have you guys watched him? Yeah, I was watching him against Brentford. He was, he was yeah. bit of a he'd shoot and just all kind of whack at the ball. He's a game, of course, only against Man City, but um, against any other team, he seems to struggle in front of goal. Mm, he he does everything so well, and then just. Next year, this year, 1.56 over five games. Um, and he's, he's, he's only ever overperformed his XG um, in the Premier League once, and that was only by 0.29 uh, two years ago. Um, last year, he massively... Actually, that's not true. His XG is ne- never massively underperformed. Um, his XA last year, he massively underperformed. But I guess that's not really his fault, is it? Well, uh, he's, he's, yeah, he has a 1.56 expected goals and 0.74 expected assists, and currently sitting at zero and zero. So maybe that's signs of things to come. Well, Adam Traore, Adam Traore is not the only forward misfiring. You also have Patrick Bamford who's failing to find the score sheet. You have Harry Kane, of course, we touched on earlier, and Raúl Jiménez as well. Um, you can also find Richarlison who's now injured, hasn't contributed to a goal since week one. You have Timo Werner obviously only getting his assist, um, as well as, uh, who else? There was someone else I was thinking of, but I've completely blanked. Um, I can't recall. Um, one more, sorry, is Callum Wilson, who is injured as well. Yeah. So the forwards who seem to be the ones that everyone wants to get is obviously Cristiano Ronaldo, who bagged his fourth goal in his third game back from Manchester United. Um, Romelu Lukaku, who blanked against Tottenham, but still very, very dangerous. And not a forward, but Mohamed Salah is looking like the player who is going to win player of the year, get the most points. He started the season off very well. So... Those are the three, I guess, at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, few of the other bargains that have shown up so far. Uh, we've seen Ferran Torres play the nine for Man City, despite being a midfielder. We've seen Saad Ben Rama play very, very well for West Ham, um, who has now gone equal with Antonio's points, 39 points this season. Um second to only Mohamed Salah on 50. Um, some other steals, you have Damari Gray, who's done well. You have Conor Gallagher um, and Buemo, the Brentford striker, who's a midfielder in fantasy, scored his first goal of the season. Um, Ivan Tony scored his second goal of the season as well. Um, and a player who finally scored again was Ismail Saar for Daniel as he beat Ari, which is another big win, Ari with Lukaku and Salah, um, loses for the first time since week one, I believe. Which is when he didn't have... 
Oh, no. Yeah, when you need to make it. No. So, Ari is a seller Lukaku merchant confirmed. Mm. So, we know he likes Lukaku in a bit of a strange way. But Are you on, are you on week two without without seller either? He aided him by three points. It was week three he traded for him and subsequently won um, against Diesel. And then, trust he beat hey. you. Yeah. And... Lost this week, we said against Daniel. Yeah, well, either of you, either of you have anything to add? Not from me. No. Um. Well, I guess that's a wrap. It was a pretty quiet week. To be honest, we'll see. Hopefully, there is some more action in the next week. Um. As of now, I don't think there have been any trades getting into week six. Actually, I have just been made an offer Ooh. by J-Dog. I shall talk you all through it now. Right. We have Cruel for Mendy. Oh, no, this is a joke of an offer. We've got Cruel for Mendy, Rudiger for Robertson, and Sanchez for sure. It's just... I'm, I'm sorry, J-Dog, I can't accept that. So if you're listening, I think... That sounds like a great deal. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, clearly I'm accepting this because I need the upgrades, you know. Davinson Sanchez over Robbo any day. Yeah. No, I'm only taking the piss. Well, I'm sorry, well, J-Dog, if you're listening to this, I have to decline. We're all, we're all uh, guilty of um, bad trade offers. I know I am. Oh, well, you certainly are, Richard. I, I definitely am. Um, but hey, it's sometimes how... how Fun you fact. You offer I had money. offered, at the very beginning, first offer ever made was Connolly for Harry Kane that I made to Ari. Yeah, I don't know how he didn't accept that one. I, I don't know. That was oh, now J Dog's picked up Connolly. Like massive wavering. I mean, if he starts playing, it wouldn't be terrible because Brighton are scoring goals. But... Yeah, but why would he start playing over Welbeck and Mapai, who both just scored? That's um, cool. Playing the he'll play in the cup tomorrow or two days time. Maybe he'll. Uh, are they still in the yeah. cup? I don't know. They are. They play. Uh, I think it's Rochdale. Rochdale. I oh, know you call it. How you call it? What's Fair it? enough. They play. Oh no, they play Swansea. It's a big game. Proper is that. Who knows? Mark Cucurella's kicked on for um, Brighton as well, playing well. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. Um, well, thank you, Adam, for for coming on the podcast. Thank you guys um, for having me. It's been a pleasure, and uh, we'll be back next week. Thank you all for listening. See you next week.